You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another Vendo Podcast episode. Super excited about this one. Uh, with me today, I have one of our senior strategic account managers, Vinicio Alvarez, or as I like to affectionately call him, Mr. Worldwide. Vinny, how you doing today? Oh, good, Darren. Nice to be in the, on the podcast. Yeah. Um, super excited to just start dropping some knowledge here. I love it. I love it. And, and as we talked about before we start recording, your background game is strong today, my friend. You got that virtual, I'd say you got the, the, the best virtual background we've seen so far on any of the podcasts. Uh, uh, so very excited for the team to share. That's the kind of detail and pride and authorship that Vinny takes in his work, even putting it into his virtual background. So big, uh, big kudos to you, buddy, for doing that. Why don't you tell uh, our audience a little bit about kind of the initiatives globally and what we're doing and, and what you're doing to help drive that. Absolutely. Yeah, I had to, you know, take a bit of a time, some time and develop this background given the theme that we we're covering today. So, yeah. um, you know, Paris, of course. Hey, sidebar, uh, have, have you ever been to Paris? Have you ever? No, I have not. I have not. I want to, but hey, that, that gives me a little bit motivation to, you know, that background to really, you know, maybe do that next year. All right. Ven <laughs> Vendo Paris office coming soon, brought to you by Vinny. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, thanks, Darren. Um, I've been at Vendo close to two years now. I've had over 10 years of e-commerce experience. Um, at Vendo, I've managed a portfolio from mid to large scale brands. We're talking about seven to, to eight uh, figure accounts. So um, it's really great to, to know that when brands have reached perhaps a good middle ground in the, in the States domestically, uh, they're always thinking about incremental revenue and different opportunities and international has posed itself to be a great market, uh, you know, a great opportunity for all these brands that we've launched at Brenda at Venda. So it, it's, it's always nice to, to see how Amazon is always pushing the lines internationally and for us to participate in, in you know, those different marketplaces, especially new marketplaces coming into, into um, the realm of the whole entire you know, Amazon, Amazon selling globally, it's, it's really impressive. So um, at Vendo, what we've done is, is definitely set a, a structure and a process for us to successfully participate in, in, in those marketplaces. So what I'll do today is definitely talk about that and, and walk you through um, a few tips and, and really what we're looking at, a, at a, from a very high level perspective. Um, I think it's going to be more, you know, it'll take definitely more than one podcast to cover the whole entire strategy. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. We're talking about the yeah. whole world. We're going to cover the whole world. <laughs> There you go. But, but this is just an overview. Super excited. And, and by all means, you know, um, if, you know, uh, let's just, you know, it's more of a discussion as opposed to, to really just a presentation that I'm going to, uh, that I'm going to present to you guys shortly. Awesome. And, and just to clarify for this specific international presentation, we're going to focus more on the EU, but Benny will give you some broad strokes on some of the other marketplaces that we'll be talking about as he changes up his virtual background. Uh, on each episode uh, as we travel the world together globally. So there with that, Vinny, if you want to start your uh, screen share there, if you want to share some of the slides. Yeah, absolutely. So selling internationally with Amazon Global Selling. So um, on the screen, you'll see four steps to how to succeed at selling globally. Again, these, these outlines were, were uh, developed and, and pretty much outlined by Amazon. And the nice thing about what Amazon does is they preliminary provide a lot of the baseline for sellers to really uh, start building out successful 
uh, storefront, right? And what we do at Vando is we follow those ba those baselines and we go up, you know, above that, obviously. Um, but it's really good for anyone that's starting to sell on Amazon. If we look at these four easy steps, it's really good for us to really understand the basics and also um, quickly how to, you know, if I want to have incremental revenue in different marketplaces, these are the four different foundational elements that I need in order for us to succeed. So the way I see it is, you know, first is decide where, where and what to sell. And we're going to dive into that in a little bit. Register and list your products, ship and fulfill, and manage your business internationally. And, and I know you're going to cover each of these uh, moving forward. Just for our audience, uh, when you say decide where and what to sell, part of that includes sourcing, which again will be a whole nother topic uh, of conversation. So we, we want to level set expectations. Hey, we're going to cover the, the broad strokes here, but Vinny and I are happy to dig into more details on future episodes as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, usually we like to, you know, for, for those sellers or for those brands that are just, uh, you know, uh, getting into those marketplaces, it's, it's better for us to just um, outline what it's going to take into launching successfully. And then we get into the specific strategy and then building out incremental revenue and then advertising. So, there's definitely more of a build out to that, but as long as we understand the foundation, I think that would be a good starting point. Great, so uh, topic number one is like, really decide where and what to sell. So the nice thing about Vendo and what we do in Vendo is that we already have data points and a lot of data that we have domestically can really be captured so that we learn what's gonna be successful internationally, right? So we're looking at our hero skews, we're looking at impressions, we're looking at purchase data, we're looking at revenue, we're, we're looking at all these conversion factors that is really gonna allow us to really fundamentally uh, build up a strategy for our partners right away. So, but if you're beginning, if you're just launched some, uh, your marketplace in the States, I would highly suggest, you know, uh, run for a few months, understand how your customer is shopping because obviously Amazon is consumer first and internationally doesn't change that, right? Internationally, Amazon's marketplaces are always going to be consumer first. So if we're able to understand how um, our customers are converting and what is it, what content is really generating that click through, then the same logic can apply internationally. And as we see, Amazon has different marketplaces. We have Europe, we have Middle Eastern, we have you know, Japan, which is another growing marketplace, Singapore, Brazil, Australia, uh, Turkey, a few that didn't make it in the slide were um, Mexico, Canada, um, but that's all considered the Americas, right? Right. And yeah, and the nice thing about that is that um, within all these different marketplaces, it's fairly easy to set up. Um, Amazon outlines all of that documentation on their website. So if you were to type in Amazon Global Selling on Google search, it would easy, it, you, you will be able to see the landing page where all this information is pretty much captured. All we're doing here is really telling you what Amazon is telling you or is telling us as sellers, what is it that they want you to do as far as a baseline? Well, a couple of call outs on here. So one, uh, India is another big marketplace right. that uh, we have partnerships in. So excited about that. And then something that uh, our listeners may or may not be aware of based on the recent headlines, given the COVID-19 crisis, Australia, which has traditionally been a typically slow market to adapt to online commerce because of shipping, logistics, the size of the country. Uh, interestingly enough, they have now had to uh, adapt to online or e-commerce shopping faster than most. So that could be an interesting market to, to look at right now for a lot of sellers as it's probably gonna explode over the next, call it six to 12 months um, with more of their, their uh, 
customers or excuse me, population adapting to online e-commerce. So a couple of call outs there. And then lastly, what we found very helpful is, uh, and a lot of listeners might be surprised by, you can actually get help directly from Amazon through their account management program for free with a lot of these marketplaces. So as an example, Vinny and I get hit up all the time by the Middle East reps. It's a newer market um, that they've launched there. And uh, they're always asking, hey, we can help do anything for you there, promotions, discounts, listing creation. Uh, same thing with Japan. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, Australia, those three marketplaces have reached out to us numerous times. And then EU that we're gonna cover today, we actually do have an account manager we work with there uh, who helps with translations, listing transfer, brand registry, et cetera. So just a helpful tip. Um, if you think there's, it's complicated, you don't know how to set up and taxes and VAT, uh, definitely reach out to Amazon and they'll put a representative your way to help you get selling up in those marketplaces quickly. No, absolutely. And in fact, they're able to answer, if not most of your questions, but um, I, I've always found, uh, you know, the online community to also solve a lot of those questions for us because there's a lot of sellers already selling internationally. So you might stumble upon the same issues that others have seen. And when there's data out there that's helpful, you can definitely optimize, you know, and, and figure out how to be successful using those resources. Now, as far as what to sell on different international places, you got to definitely look at the uh, categories that you want to sell into because each category is going to have its own restrictions. So we got to make sure that, um, at, you know, as you start building out that strategy and, and your plans for launching internationally, definitely take a dive, uh, take a, a deep dive. If, for instance, if you're selling uh, baby products, you know, and, and it requires a different outlet, you got to make sure that those outlet requirements do meet EU requirements, right? It's not the same as what we have here in the States. So well, just an important note there. Yeah, no, uh, sorry, Vinny, on that point, uh, Helium 10 or Jungle Scout, I believe, some of those software programs are now integrating international marketplaces for keyword research and even uh, their black box or, you know, uh, the, the different features that they have in their programs to identify what to sell or what's trending. So look to some of those third party programs for ideas as well and to discover trends and, and niches to, to sell in as well when, you, when you're going down that path. Yeah, those, those tools now have the ability to change language right away on their back end. So right. it's super easy to, to, to do as a seller. So definitely recommend those tools. And then insert shameless plug here. If you need help, <laughs> reach out to Mr. Worldwide over here. That's the whole purpose. No, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Darren. Uh, yeah. uh, going to 1.1, launching in, U, in EU. So I wanted to sort of use this as, as an example, right? So what would it take? What, what is that checklist that we're looking at when we're launching into a marketplace similar to the EU. So there's different places, there's different things, and Amazon considers this the very first five basics of your checklist. So first, learn about the different marketplaces. If we take EU as an example, we know that they have five different marketplaces all within the EU. They have the UK, they have France, they have Germany, they have Italy, and they have Spain, right? So all those, all those different marketplaces will have different customer customers that are gonna have different consumer behaving actions. So it's important for you to know as you launch a product, where is it that you're gonna have um, great success? At first, you might not know, but it could be that you do a test before you fully launched in order for you to fully capitalize, let's say a month or two into the you know, launching 
of, of, of that marketplace, but it's really good to get that preliminary data so that you can, you can uh, understand your growth, right? And a lot of it is supported by advertising. So if you were to bundle that with your, if, if you're fully optimized and then you are able to launch ads, you'll be able to capture a lot of data right away where you can easily make decisions whether you want to expand or not. And you could do that within, I would say, within the first 30 days of you launching internationally. So just taking a pause between each one of these points here, uh, first off, uh, on the EU side, I believe recently Turkey, Czech, or Poland um, that they've added to the EU marketplaces. You can't access them directly, but they're a part of now where Amazon's delivering or selling. So I just want to point that out. And then from your perspective, any the largest of these marketplaces or the biggest opportunities, where would you direct our, our audience to? So if we were looking specifically at EU, I would say uh, definitely the UK and Germany being the two right. biggest marketplaces there. Yep, absolutely. I think I read somewhere that at one point Germany's marketplace was just as big as all of what Walmart.com was doing it at one time, but I don't know if that still holds true today, just to right. give people scale. No, no, absolutely. And Germany seems to be also the up and coming marketplace and outbeating uh, UK. So that's something to also watch out for. Definitely. Cool. So step number two would be, um, as you have already set your eyes on the marketplace, okay, let's check out the categories. How is it that my, that my product is going to fit within that category, within that marketplace? Definitely looking at the competitor space. Are other competitors that are, you know, that launched domestically, are they now in the UK? If so, you know that that market does fit the need in terms of your product, in terms of demand. So it's easily, you know, quickly going into .co.uk, Amazon.co.uk, and putting on your, you know, listing, searching your brand name perhaps, and and seeing what other competitors come, or searching your product category, your product type on the search engine, and seeing what those results are. Really quick to do, and it'll take less than ten minutes to really understand the competitor landscape. And if you have other tools like Helium Ten, it allows you to see their ranking, to see how many units they've sold daily and and really get a good idea of, of how competitive the landscape is now we move into uh point number three is understanding how that works that is value added tax so in the states we have um we have uh, at purchase you get taxed for every purchase right um, at the end of checkout now in the uk it works similar um it's, it's a similar structure although it needs to be um as a seller you need to apply for a different vat uh, capabilities within each marketplace. Now, Amazon makes it really easy for for you to for you to do this because they have um, within their network of services, you're able to vet and also negotiate and talk with different services that allow to do all this administrative and all these um, accounting features that happen on the back end, so that you can pay more attention on selling more. Um, and, and these other services definitely allow you to do, and, and, and they do all the filing, they do all the backend paperwork. And maybe Darren, you can talk to, you know, you spoke with Avast, which, which is one of their, uh, you know, one of Amazon's preferred um, services. Maybe give us a little bit of insight, what happened with that conversation and, uh, you know, how is it that they work internationally? Well, so VAT, which is value added tax, um, is necessary if you want to be part of their PAN-EU program to fulfill across all of Europe, where you can uh, access all of the prime eligible customers with two-day shipping, as opposed to just uh, the single market where you could just ship it, let's say, to uh, Amazon UK FBA, and then they fulfill it to all the other countries from there, which doesn't necessarily get there in two days. So the Pan-EU program and VAT, very important parts to be successful. 
uh, in the EU on Amazon. As Vinny mentioned, Avask is one of the many uh, service providers that help you with all the filing and registration requirements in each country. Uh, right now, I think they're offering some sort of promotion or discount. If you sign up and work with your Amazon EU account manager, uh, it can be very helpful. You can always refer to your Seller Central account and the service provider section and find any number of other providers to help with VAT filing and registration. But very important to get that uh, to help access the PAN-EU program. No, absolutely. And we definitely recommend that to get that number three item checked off right away so that you can pay more attention on, on the state of your account and selling more as opposed to this, you know, the details of, of really registering and, and having to deal that with that later as opposed to you know, just getting it off your plate right away. Um, moving to point four, which is uh, FBA versus FBM, it's really nice because now internationally we're able to see the capabilities of, of fulfillment um, in both, right? In both in FBA and FBM. So it's really nice that Amazon has the ability to do both at scale. And also we have the ability to do FBM internationally for our par brand partners. It's a really good turnkey solution because obviously our brands or our clients won't be able to have warehouses internationally. Therefore we provide that service. So if you are capable of, of again, um, finding, if you have a ton of inventory that you wanna ship over and you don't wanna ship everything to FBA right away, um, again, Amazon provides uh, with a list of network solutions that you're able to really call them and negotiate and figure out a good rate in order for you to uh, move your goods over to their warehouse before shipping to FBA. So definitely look look out for that for those type of uh, for that type of information that Amazon is putting out there to make uh, you know the life of a seller a lot easier. Yeah, they also came out with a new program for I think specifically Mexico and Canada to do FBM direct. I know you, myself, and another colleague spoke with them. Then they put that on pause after the whole COVID-19 crisis hit. But Amazon is trying to um, be more user-friendly and come up with better solutions to help uh, lower the barrier to entry to ship, at least to our closest international partners being Mexico and Canada. I forget the acronym for the program, but um, I think they'll probably re-enable that after COVID-19 dies down. Yeah, we don't want to give out too, too many uh, secrets here, Darren. Let, let, let's. Uh... <laughs> Let's, let's wait for another video before we touch on that. Listen, we'll <laughs> drop all the knowledge we want, buddy. It's up to everybody to execute. That's where Vendo does it better than anyone. So, <laughs> so the last point here before we dive into the other slides is really understanding your international fulfillment requirements. Obviously, Amazon has a very strict, um, in, in terms of how things are being shipped to their FBA uh, warehouses, they have very strict rules. So make sure you follow up on that. And also understanding really import-export regulations. Uh, the nice thing about Vendo is that we know we're familiar with all those regulations, so we understand also the cost of shipping. So by all means, uh, we're able to explore margins before we even we, before we even recommend launching a product uh, internationally to our clients. So the nice thing is that we built all we do all this preliminary work so that our clients understand really the the, the return on investment, right? Because it is an investment that you're initially doing at first. And as you get that flywheel effect going, you'll start seeing more revenue. It'll definitely pay off, but understanding those foundational elements will definitely help you be more prepared and start checking off all these different five you know, foundational elements here um, in terms of launching and selling internationally. Awesome. Cool. So uh, let me touch up um, a little bit more on registering and listing your products. So uh, the, the, this is, for, for me, um, as a seller, this is very easy for us to do because when we already have domestic uh, listings already set up in the States, 
Amazon has made it infrastructurally through their Seller Central account. Super easy for us to just copy and paste, essentially, um, over our listings over to uh, the different marketplaces internationally. Obviously, there's a lot of translations, a, tra a lot of translation work that needs to happen in order for you to make sure that that you know, customer behavior or customer experience is well received for those consumers out internationally. But the fact that the bare framework of your listing can be set up right away in a matter of seconds, perhaps, or, you know, um, it will definitely take a little bit of work, but it won't take that long. Um, it's, it's really exciting for us to, to really promote the international marketplace to our current uh, brand partners. It's just a very turnkey solution, super fast for us to do it. And the nice thing is that if there is a roadblock within the, uh, you know, the launch of a listing, we have account managers that we can reach out within Amazon that definitely can provide an answer if you know in a matter of hours so they're pretty active they want sellers to sell more internationally amazon's always promoting promoting their marketplaces because what amazon's seen is that the behavior as far as the consumer behavior is also adapting to these brands that are coming in from the states right a lot of consumers are becoming more familiar and a lot of that social media allows you to really promote your product not only domestically but worldwide right yeah. so um Understanding that and having the capability of launching right away is definitely a huge, huge plus. Yeah, one thing they help, uh, which is a big, big component, especially when you're going into uh, foreign language markets, uh, from English that is, is translations. And it's not just translations, but even if you're in a similar English-speaking market, like the United Kingdom versus the United States, there are certain words that um, uh, you know are different that mean the same thing. So. It's very important to focus on optimizing your listings when they go live in those different marketplaces, even though Amazon will help you transfer a lot of your listings and content and everything over. Don't just assume that that content will perform or be optimized the same way that it needs to be um, uh, geared towards a foreign market or a foreign language speaker. So something to just point out there. And then if you're looking for translations, there are, again, I keep referring back to the service provider page on Amazon, but obviously you can go on Fiverr or Upwork or any one of those sites and find somebody to help you do some basic translations. I always recommend, hey, get somebody in that marketplace. Try not to use an outsourced agency from another country. Really dive into a, uh, you know, a local because they will know better than anybody what words and what keywords and what sub keywords will work very well. No, absolutely. A few call-outs there. Um, just recently, what I did was I ran an A-B test. And what I did was uh, I did a Google translation infographic. Um, and then I had someone um, through um, Upwork um, translate, do the same translation. And sure enough, um, uh, the, the translation that came from someone that knew the language a bit more and, and was definitely more catered towards that proved to be a lot more relevant than the simple Google translation. So if, if you're a seller and you're just in the beginning stages, sure, look at Google Translate, look at what that gives you. But what I'm saying is spend a few more dollars and really get something that is more consumer friendly, more catered towards your audience because you wanna have that click through. You wanna be able to have that, that uh, infographic be relevant to what the consumer is looking for. You want to have that conversion at the end of the day. And if you have, and if your listings are 100% retail ready and ready to convert, they'll be, uh, you know, Amazon will give you more ranking juice. They'll, they'll favor you because you're selling more. So um, always, always remember that you want to put infographics and you want to put content that's more relevant to that audience that you're catering for internationally. Es muy importante, mi amigo. 
So there you, there you go. go. I was actually sitting in a in a uh, webinar that Amazon put together, and they were talking about uh, Japan being a huge marketplace that it's also growing. And my number one question to them is always, title. How uh, like are are the algorithms within these marketplaces smart enough, and are they growing? Are they mature enough for them to? understand that the title being the most important thing on your listing, how are they, how is that taken into consideration as, as far as ranking? Title is always the number one thing. So they're always recommending, go ahead and optimize your title. Go ahead to those, make sure those keywords are converted correctly for that marketplace. Yeah, good, good call out. So Japan, I think it's 108, 110 million people. So, you know, definitely huge market to exploit. And just like you were mentioning earlier, deciding what to sell there is just as important as deciding to sell there. Because again, certain products do better than others in different marketplaces. Absolutely. Um, touching on point three, shipping fulfills. So FBM, we talked about it. You have the capabilities of really if, um, and we saw FBM come to play during the coronavirus because what happened was Amazon was delaying a lot of the shipping times. So how FBM comes into play is you can beat, you can have better shipping times uh, through FBM because now you're shipping directly to the customer as opposed to having Amazon ship. You still get those orders from Amazon, but having that capability to do FBM and providing a better shipping time, 100%, the customers are going to be able to convert a lot higher because they want their two-day shipping, right? And they're always looking for that. So Absolutely. FBM, yeah, so FBM is always a good solution, but the core of the business is really FBA, right? It's really understanding how we can leverage FBA as really uh, just shipping our products to Amazon and then we handle the rest. We handle the optimizations. And by we, I mean either a vendor or you as a seller, you know, um, you got to make sure that you're on top of making sure that your inventory is arriving on time. If it's damaged, doing some reconciliation and understanding the fundamentals of how FBA works really, uh, really works to your advantage, especially uh, as, as Darren mentioned earlier, if you have pan EU enabled on your account, that's going to allow you to ship even faster to your customer when you have different pro when you have your goods distributed within Germany, um, you know, within France, closer to the customer that's making that purchase. That's where FBA really is key to this strategy. So we definitely recommend, um, and, you know, as a new seller, go FBA. It's the easiest way to do about to go about the uh, selling internationally, and you always get um, that Prime badge, right? Prime primes are always growing. Uh, the Prime membership club within Amazon is always growing and Amazon is always looking at growing that club membership. So always take advantage of, of how many customers are already there, but also how much that uh, customer group is growing over time. Yeah, no, all great points. Cool. And then the last slide I wanted to talk, talk about is really managing your business. So when we, uh, for instance, just um, from the vendor perspective, when we get new clients or when we negotiate new partnerships with new clients, we do an audit. And a lot of the times what we see is that these accounts are perhaps left, um, uh, brands that have domestically are dominating the game and are perhaps doing am amazing. What they've done in the past before we even start growing their international marketplaces, we do an audit and this audit allows us to see how their preliminary setup, right? And a lot of these accounts are just set and forget. We don't do that at Vendo. At Vendo, we have a whole entire team driving analytics, driving um, advertising, driving um, optimizations, um, driving customer support. So, and the reason for that is because we know the opportunities there. We know that the customer wants to hear back. If there's a seller question, we answer those seller questions because we got to make sure that we're, our account health's 
um, especially in divs, all these marketplaces are at 100%, right? If, if we keep that account health at 100%, Amazon is going to give us more love. They're going to know that we're, we're here for the customer. We're selling the right product. We're attentive to the seller questions that are coming in and all that good stuff. So um, super important. That's why I wanted to sort of outline the customer inquiries, making sure you handle that. It's not a set and forget type of strategy. It's always making sure that every day you're in there, making sure that you're looking at um, all the traffic coming into your site. And for some reason, so, you know, if something has gone wrong with your account, there's usually a little red flag on your account and that tells you right away as a good indicator of, oh, hey, something's up, gotta go check performance. Um, and Amazon does a good job by giving you exactly, you know, where, where they're seeing a, a bit of a trouble within your account. Um, uh, it, aside from customer uh, inquiries, now we're looking at daily revenue and week over week revenue performance, super important. Um, you want to make sure you're growing. If not, you want to make sure you, you, you're keeping a consistent sell through, right? And look for those spikes. Um, the coronavirus was able to present huge spikes, right? Especially in March and April. So understanding that and making sure that you understand that, for instance, for next year, obviously that won't be the case. So understanding that your revenue for March and April needs a new baseline because that compared to, you know, what we're going through now, it's just, um, it's different, right? It's a pandemic. Um, we, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, that rarely happens. So it's make, making sure to understand those trends is really important as you grow your account. Right. Um, in support of that, you also got to look at advertising. You got to make sure that your A cause is good. You got to make sure that your total A cause is good. Uh, that return on investment is going to pay off as you're, as you're driving brand awareness. So you really have to build it out. Um, you will speak with, um, if you work with us at Vando, you'll speak with the um, advertising manager. And what he'll do is really build out a plan in which understanding what we've done in the past with current clients that have worked and perhaps new tools that Amazon is, is always releasing on the advertising side, we'll be able to uh, put those together and build that, that strategy in order for us to get that learning, get those keywords that are driving conversion to your, to your listing. So all in all, having that strategy also helps. Um, and throwing a few dollars for your advertising is definitely, you'll see that, rich, that return right away because the consumer behavior, again, in these different marketplaces are way different than what we see here domestically. Right. And uh, uh, Geffen, who's our uh, media buyer manager, he's been on uh, some other of our podcast episodes, definitely uh, can help you with some of this. No, absolutely. Um, again, optimize your listings. Uh, we're always optimizing. Uh, Darren knows I'm always optimizing. I'm always A-B testing um, and never sleeps. Uh, you never know what's going to convert a customer. And when you do know, given on your A-B testing results, you push forward with that test and you push forward with that strategy. And that's always been the case. We have tools in, at, at Vando the, that allows us to quickly do an A-B test and, and survey an audience and get those results. So we're always... Um, learning from that data and also presenting that data to our clients so that we make sure that they're also growing and understanding what feedback we are receiving off of these A-B tests so that it also helps them internally make other decisions that they perhaps never thought of. So it's really interesting what we're seeing across all these different international marketplaces. And uh, I'm more excited about this because as, as Amazon starts um, you know, obviously they've taken over the world, but as, as they start taking a little bit more of the world, uh, we'll start seeing more insights, more learnings, and, and what's really driving that conversion uh, for different customers uh, in different locations. Yeah, no, absolutely. And by the way, we talked about translations now and on the previous slide, 
Uh, it also is very relevant when you're talking advertising, because once again, when you're looking at keywords and what uh, long tail keywords and things to target, keep in mind the foreign language that you're targeting uh, is very different, obviously, in terms of the word context and um, what you need to target to be successful. No, absolutely. And then, um, then um, I definitely, we look at new product launches. Um, it's, it's, the strategy would be go with your hero items first. Um, don't launch your entire catalog. If you do launch your entire catalog, not understanding how consumer behavior, you might be sitting in inventory fees. Definitely not advisable. Um, um, if, if you see a great momentum with certain items that you've launched and you want to start uh, diving into different categories or perhaps different product segments, uh, we can help you do that preliminary data using different tools. Helium 10 is a good tool. It gives you a lot of keyword research. Um, brand analytics is also a good tool. And now these different ma markets are having these different um, uh, brand anal analytics is through Amazon. So now Amazon is releasing all these different tools to different, different marketplaces. So understanding that consumer behavior is definitely good before you launch a product. Um, um, but yeah, th that's that. And as far as uh, participating on Amazon marketing opportunities, keep in mind that uh, these different marketplaces are also running Prime Day, are also running um, you know, Black Friday, are also running um, um, other, aside from those heavy event, heavy, uh, I would say yearly events, you also have lighting deals, you also have new deals, you also have coupons. Um, a lot of the strategy that works already domestically and you see a great momentum of, and a great return off of any of these marketing opportunities, feel free to, you know, come, come to either us or come to, you know, think about what's working well and domestically and just do it, do it the same um, internationally, right? Is, uh, and then you'll, you'll see the same benefits and, and trust me and trust us. I mean, the consumer in Amazon is always looking for that deal. So if you're able to give them a little bit more of a value, they're definitely are, are going to be uh, willing to convert at a higher rate versus just giving them, a, you know, at an MSRP cost. So um, definitely uh, we encourage for, as you start building your business, start looking into these different marketing opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we've got a great marketing team at Vendo that can help you explore uh, both on and off Amazon marketing opportunities, uh, not just domestically, but also internationally. So good call out there. No, absolutely. And like you said, uh, Darren, protect your brand and sell more. That's what we do best here at, uh, at, um, at Vendo. So I just, you know, um, I, I it was fun putting that together for, for our audience. Yeah, um, it was awesome. A lot of, uh, <laughs> dropping a lot of dangerous knowledge as Raul likes to say. So really <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, just before I break, cause I know we're running on time here. You want to uh, mention a couple of key takeaways from that? Just some of the few basics. Yeah, absolutely. Key takeaway, go to the Amazon, um, search Amazon Global Selling on Google. That will directly take you to the Amazon documentation. They'll give you everything there. They'll give you what marketplaces are launched, uh, what category restrictions there are. They pretty much lay out everything for you. Um, so read into that. Take a deep dive. And then if you need help launching internationally, send us an email. Uh, hello at vendocommerce.com. Feel free to always send inquiries there. Um, and, and by all means, you know, reach us out at our socials to our socials. We can always help. Um, but most importantly, uh, understand that there's, you know, the, the e-commerce and the internet penetration is growing internationally. So take advantage of that, you know, and how can, and how can people reach you if they want to uh, speak to Mr. Worldwide in person? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, go ahead and type in Vinicio at vendocommerce.com. Um, um, 
we'll make it so that it's Vinny at VendoCommerce.com um, one of these days. But uh, Vinicio, definitely. No, we won't. No, we won't. Vinicio, <laughs> I like that better. That's Vinicio. That's more international. That's Very a international. little Vinicio. Exactly. <laughs> Gives you that Italian flavor, even with the Parisian background over there. So, yeah. Um, but really, thanks, Vinny. That was awesome. Um, as like you do with everything, um, that was very detailed, very thorough. I almost look at this as a webinar instead of a podcast with the amount of knowledge you gave on the EU. And I think coming episodes for us to tackle will be other marketplaces naturally, but also uh, diving into the optimization, maybe even the advertising, bringing Geffen into the conversation with us uh, and what works from that perspective. So again, thanks, Vinny, uh, and thank our audience really for listening. You can subscribe on all the usual podcast channels and follow us. Uh, go to our website, bendocommerce.com. Vinny did a great job plugging us throughout every one of those slides with all of our social channels and email addresses. And as always, everybody remember, protect your brand and sell more. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, Vinny.